What's up, everybody? Since the Sandbox is back with a special edition episode where we take your fan questions, me and Steve are here during this quarantine doing everything we can to uh, keep sports that aren't happening entertaining. Yeah, and just trying to do a question and answer, just kind of get you guys involved, give you guys the chance to kind of get on the podcast and ask us some questions, whether that's sports-related for basketball or football or us as a group. But, Lou, go ahead. Let's hear the first question. All right, coming in from Aaron, who is one of the hosts of the What's the Call podcast, good friends of ours. He asked us, uh, what's our first sports-related memory? You can go first on this one. One of my first favorite sports-related memories it was either probably going to the Celtics finals uh, in, in 08, in the 07-08 season, or you know, just watching the Giants Super Bowls on TV versus the Patriots. Those are two of the things that, that I definitely re- relate to uh, more when it when it comes to uh, professional basketball and football. But Lou, uh, what would yours be? My first football uh, or sports-related memory was in 2004-03 when the Colts came back on the Buccaneers and scored 21 in the fourth quarter on overtime. And it was on Monday. It was on uh, ESPN the next day. And I was like, wow, that dude, Peyton Manning, is really good. <laughs> and that's how it all started. I was like six or seven, and I was like, oh, my God. They beat the Buccaneers? Like, <laughs> like with Warren Sapp and everything? I was like, there's no way. Like, and that's what happened. And, yeah, that's, that's how I became a yeah. Colts fan was off of that, that game highlights. Well, those Colts teams even had some good defenses too. At least in my opinion, back back in the time, you know, Bob Sanders was was a good safety they had, and we know that with that Freeney, Freeney was a a really good pass rusher too. Mathis, yeah. that was their really their big three. It just uh, Bob Sanders was as healthy as as my great grandfather. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just it is what it is. Um, and then the next one we have coming in from Big Tony from Big Tony's album uh, of the day, man. Guy's going to give him a follow. No one knows music like that guy. (laughs) He asked us, what is our sleeper team for the NFL this season? Steve? Sleeper team. I definitely want to say that either the Bills could could be a team that that could definitely make some noise uh, in in the AFC if the Pats aren't going to be on on top of the division. But I definitely want to say that that there'll be a, a competitive team coming from the AFC West that's not a team name the Chiefs and I I think that's either going to be the the Raiders or the Broncos I think one of those two teams are really going to take the the strides and the steps to to be uh, right around that that 10 win mark I I know that's not predicting much but but I feel like that's a a a big difference from what those teams are having now compared to where they could be yeah those are our definite sleepers but mine it's the Colts no, no, it's not. We're not sleepers, but you will sleep on us anyways. Uh, but no, it's Miami. I love what they've been doing. I just think Flores is a great coach. The division's weak, and you saw what they did last season, Steve. I think they rattled off four or five wins that they that the people really didn't think they would have gotten. So no. now when they're trying to win, they're all in. Two or three first-round draft picks, second-year head coach. I really like Miami, and, and don't be surprised if, if they make the Jets and the Pats and the Bills really work for those wins on the road. Lou, what about the Cardinals with their new move? You think that could be a team that, that could possibly be another one? Yeah, I think they are, and I think the Rams are too. I think people just forgot what they did. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, they only went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah. I really like them, and I'm not done on Goff. Don't sleep on my guy. Best out route in the league. <laughs> no, they they just have a lot of a lot of good receivers. I, they, I think teams kind of figured figured out what they were trying to do, especially when they weren't getting the complimentary run game. Taking the play action away from a quarterback like Goff hurts them significantly. So, so I, I think if they can definitely establish that and 
let's not forget that all offensive line play wasn't wasn't the best either. So I, I think that those those teams for for that team could definitely improve next year. Yeah, definitely. Um, and coming in from Alex, so Alex has two questions for us. First one is, where's Trent Williams going? Wow. Trent Williams. Uh, I, I think this is getting tough w- with the Redskins now because he's asking for a new contract and that's already a hefty price kind of for teams to, to fork over. Um, and then they want high draft compensation. I think if they kind of settled for maybe a, a third or fourth round pick, they, they could probably move him right about now. I still think the Browns are the most interested team. I, I did see reports uh, that, that the Jets were very interested and that could be a, a good solid left tackle. Uh, in New York. I, I definitely don't think he's going to be playing a, another snap in Washington. I would still say that, that the Browns are probably the most likely team. Yeah, I'm going to either go with the Jets or I really think Arizona could uh, could kind of make their way in there. It's just crazy to think they have DeAndre Hopkins and didn't give up a first. Not that Trent Williams is worth a first, but they, they could be the highest bidders. You know what I mean? They, it could just come down to that. You know what I mean? Just because they, they, they got the deal with D-Hop, they could be like, wow, we got this guy for, for just those draft picks, so let's just toss him a one just to overcompensate just to get him. Yeah, God forbid we get too much talent. <laughs> and then the second one coming from Al is uh, what are our thoughts on the 14-team playoff from the NFL or the new structure of the NFL playoff? My, my feelings are so mixed on this because I definitely am a fan for, for more football, especially w- w- with the season go, going to longer games. But just trying to think in the players' perspective, I think it, it's definitely going to be tough. But but as far as the 14 teams go, I, I think the bye week is definitely going to be more important. It's going to be more, um, I don't want to say like rewarded, but, but it, the teams that will, will definitely like feel more rejuvenated after that, especially with, with the probably another round going to be in the playoffs, ha- having those additional teams in there. But but I think it, it's going to give a lot of teams that that don't have like the best record. I think we can definitely see some eight and eight and seven and nine teams kind of sneak in the playoffs. I know that NFC has a lot of good teams, so it could be more beneficial for a division like that. But but just thinking as far as like an AFC, like that that would mean seeing like a Steelers team with Mason Rudolph and, and Devlin Hodges kind of in the playoffs. And I just don't know if, if I really want to sit through that, you know? Yeah, I think there's a give and take, but I, I like it. I mean, it's just, uh, I think at the end of the season, it gives people more to fight for and we'll have less of like teams like the Steelers. Like it was in their best interest last year to not make the playoffs. It really yeah. was. <laughs> but now it's like, they could just fall into it. So I like it. And yeah, I, I do like the, the NFC side of it because it's the NFC North, the NFC West. Like those, those are divisions with three powerhouses and possibly forts. You know what I mean? Like if you think Arizona and the Lions are the worst two teams in those divisions, those are better. Those are like the second best teams in some divisions. You know what I mean? So that, that's going to be really interesting. Those teams would put up more competition against a lot of the teams that Pats play against twice a year. Oh, I definitely agree on that, man. That is, uh, but the AFC least is now the AFC least officially yeah. for good. <laughs> but what's that next question? So this one is coming from uh, Nikki Lapori, who's done some graphic work for us and is the best in the game at it. I might add. Uh, he asked us, "Who is the Pats QB week one?" If we have to just judge like, like by who's on the roster, I don't I don't even want to say it's a guess. I'm just kind of hoping that it's Hoya. I, I mean, it'd be tough kind of going in, starting with Stidham and, and just saying that, that he's the face of the franchise, especially just after the small sample size that we saw. 
just didn't leave like a good taste in anybody's mouth. You know what I mean? I, I still think that the Pats need to address the quarterback position, whether that's a short veteran starter or addressing one in, in the draft and, and just kind of grooming Stidham and trading him away, kind of like we saw what they did with Brissett in, in Garoppolo. But I think Hoyer, most likely out of, out of the two of those guys, would be the one to, to start week one. And then if it didn't go in a good direction, the other one would probably come in. Well, again, Lou has a bold prediction. Uh, the Pats week one starters is going to be Josh Rosen. I hate to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but what's going to happen is Miami's going to get a nice fourth or a fifth from the Pats. and They're going to say, please take this dude from us. He's going to be the guy. They liked him coming out of the draft a couple of years ago. And then now it's like you can get him for a bargain. I think that is the most Belichick thing possible. Get a guy you liked for a value pick and then turn him into a good starter. I think that is uh, – a storybook first week for the Pats, but but you're probably right. It's going to be Brian Hoya. We'll see a little bit, but if Josh Rosen's on the Pats, I got to see you in a Pats jersey. It's just going to happen. <laughs> Dude, it, no, no, no. Like, the Pats are like my third team now because, like, uh, Brady's not there. Uh, so, yeah. well, they're third. <laughs> Seattle's still two. But, no, no, if Josh Rosen becomes a Patriot, I will buy the jersey. Like the hundred and ten dollar one with like the embroidered stuff, I'll get it all. <laughs> we'll we'll have to get a picture on on the gram for everyone to see if it happens. Yeah, we will, we will, and when it happens, I called it. But thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we hope to do another fan questions episode because that was this was a ton of fun. Yeah, no, definitely was. Uh, any suggestions you guys have that you guys kind of want us to do, just reach out and let us know. We're always trying to put together a bunch of stuff for you guys. If there's stuff that you guys like, uh, we could definitely get that done. I mean, check out the sinsthesandbox.net. Go to our articles. Me, Lou, and Kev all bang out a couple articles a week. So make sure to go and give those a read. Thank you for listening. Since the Sandbox, baby. Peace. Peace.